This is a podcast from Snagerikinovsk for Radio Nova. Happy listening! Good afternoon, you're listening to Snacker Ikenosk. My name is Mac and I am in the studio today with the lovely Barbara. Hello. Barbara, hello. The How French team is in the house. It's back in the house. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Mm. I'm um, having no regrets about last night. Then it's good. <laughs> uh, because yes, last night we had an early Julebord, which is the, the Christmas, traditional Christmas party in Norway. Yeah. With your workplace, usually. Do you do it? Do you do that in school, university? Do they have some sort um, of event? No, I, I don't think so. No. I didn't do it. No. I don't know. I guess not. I guess it's when you start working that you get this. Um, what should we call it? <laughs> Christmas table. <laughs> Christmas table, yeah. <laughs> Which is very uh, unusual, I, have, yeah. I think. And um, so the, the concept is very easy. You've been working really hard all year. And finally you get access to that Christmas party, which is a dinner, usually. Uh, maybe a buffet. Yeah. Um, if your workplace is a bit cheap. Um, or a nice restaurant, if your workplace is very fancy. And everybody's dressed in a pretty little dress and the boys are in their suits, their woolly jackets that we love to uh, feel when we are in the club afterwards <laughs> and to pour beer on it. Um, and yeah, and everybody gets pretty drunk. Yeah. It was not such a drunken night last night, though. No. That's why I say no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> no. It was good food, thanks to our lovely Ollie. Oh, so out. good. <laughs> Thank you, Ollie. Thank you, Ollie. Thank you, Simon. Um, yeah, and then good company. Yeah, it was nice. And so today we have a show together and we are talking about uh, poverty during Christmas time. Poverty in general, but poverty especially now. Yeah. It's a lot of people who are struggling. And um, we're talking about cancel culture. Cancel culture, yes. Yeah. So you're going to give us some... Information and examples, and we're gonna yeah just discuss like what is worth being cancelled for, and what does it mm. entails. Mm -hmm. uh, and first, in this introduction, we can think about something memorable, maybe that we read and have done this week. Has anything happened to you? Um, yeah, but not for the good reason. It's like nothing that good. Um, I got. Yelled at at work by um, by someone, not any of my coworkers or mm. um, superiors. Thank God, but that was not a nice experience. And then I thought I did something bad at work, but I didn't, and that was good as well. I mean, I did, but I corrected it. Um, see, I had this uh, paper to give in uh, for my studies, and it's basically an open letter of how much I don't care for men. Um, it's like 15 pages long and I had to publish it in a word format and I don't use words. So I thought, let's get me connected to my word thing. And then I can just see that the images didn't move. And then I just see that it was on my work thing and that all of my colleagues and superiors could look at it. And I got into every grief symptom. I was yeah. like, oh, but it's okay. And then I was like, my life is ruined. And then I was pissed and all of that. Mm. It, I just went through that, but I corrected it with my lovely roommate. So 
I'm good. Yeah, and that makes me think actually that we should all get a little bit of a one-on-one uh, in IT when mm. we start a job because it doesn't. It's not always relevant that you're going to use a computer that much, or you're just going to do pretty basic stuff or yeah. like PDFs and words, right? Um, and now these days in Norway, they use a lot of technology at school for the mm. kids. They they have iPads and they have. Yeah. Uh, computers when they're 11 or 12, 12 years old. Um, and they always make them go into, okay, now open this file and then uh, register a new file and all of that. Hmm. But I don't, I still don't think you really learn how yeah. to do things properly because kids, they're just being guided. They just do what they're told. But I don't think they yeah. really remember that much, yeah. to be honest. And I feel like I used to kind of do that when I was in middle school and high school. But it was like very basic stuff that mm. I would need to do like in the moment high school level of things. But then when it's like, oh, you have to open it in another format and you don't have yeah. the proper equipment to open it in that format, then you try it and then you want to delete it and then it doesn't work because you've never seen it before right. and you don't find the things. Like, I was not prepared no. for that. And, and I think that's an important thing too. Um, I'm, I'm thinking Adobe. Mm. Uh, and then everything you need to license, everything you need to pay yeah. a yearly. And I'm sorry, nobody has those things unless it's already included in your computer when you buy it. Yeah. Uh, or maybe you have a one-year right of usage. Uh, so people need to think about that. Not everybody has the right format and can use all those, mm. you know, floating between a PDF and yeah. a Word and a, a PowerPoint. And that'll be, uh, you know, yeah. stressful. Very, very, mm. very. What about you? Anything memorable from the week? Anything memorable from the week? Not much memorable. I just I just read stuff on the internet, and so now uh, it's something I've been thinking about. It's um, which side on the of the bed you're sleeping on? Okay. And there was an article on um, on Enarco about that, saying mm. that is there a good people, side of the bed? Yeah, or people have a side, uh -huh. and I actually don't think people have a side, like. Um, because I'm thinking, okay, I moved recently mm -hmm. and I'm not sleeping on the same side of the bed compared to where I was before. So okay. I sleep, I think I sleep on the side depending on the position of the bed in the room right. mm. uh, where the window and the door is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. So I'm usually closer to the door. Hmm. Yeah, I, d mm. I don't know. But at least that's what I noticed lately. And then, um, yeah. Hmm. I sleep in two different beds at home. Yeah. So one is like closer to the door and one is facing the wall because I just don't want to see anything. Huh. On the other side is a lot of things. So one way is the wall and the other side is like lots of cabinets Games. and stuff. That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like I sleep literally everywhere on my bed. Yeah. Like I start on the right side, then go to the left, finish in the middle. Not and wasting any corners. Not wasting any corners. <laughs> and that's why I cannot sleep with people. Like I cannot stand it because I'm like... This is my side and they cannot be right because every side is my side. Every so. side is your side. So you've had issues in the past? Yes. Yeah, really? Yeah, it was like, I, w I just don't sleep then and I'm just pissed off. And I'm like, just go, yeah. leave my bed. Leave my bed. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, I, it's difficult to be in a bed with somebody who moves a lot. Mm. Uh, somebody who steals the duvet yeah. consistently. <laughs> And they say, don't worry, I'll still do it, but just take it back. It's like, <laughs> have you tried taking it back from yourself? <laughs> mm. I don't know. 
Uh, and people who make sudden moves and you get slapped in the face or you take an arm in the face or something. I feel like men do that. Like they just, they're laying like almost dead and then yes. they just start to move like this huge thing. It's creepy. Yeah. Why? The, but the, I think there was a thing about the sudden movement. You know, when you start to fall asleep and you get like mm. a, like oh, a yeah. spasm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think it's it's a reflex It's your body telling you, oh, you're falling asleep just in case there is danger. I'm mm. going to shake you because maybe it's just to check that you're not falling. Oh, it's weird. That is so weird. So annoying. Also. Huh. <laughs> okay. And on to the dark subject of poverty at Christmas time. How, how, how? How, how, how? Yes, because, well, poverty is all year round, not just especially at Christmas, but it's more visible at Christmas because for some reason... Have you noticed the uh, rising amount of campaigns on the streets and on TV for Christmas around um, helping children that are oh, suffering? Yeah. Mm. You know, it makes you like tearful. Yeah, send, they're send going the for the Christmas spirit, and yeah, right. And I think it's a bit I don't know, hypocritical. Hypocritical. Yeah, yeah, abusing people's feelings. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so yes, poverty is not easy. Christmas, whether you are alone, elderly or with a child, is also pretty cruel. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of numbers straight away. I don't know why I start with numbers. Yeah. So following uh, statistics from uh, SSB, uh, Central Statsbureau, uh, in 2021, I'm taking numbers from 2021, I'm not including students okay. in the equation. Okay, we're not allowed to be poor. Yeah, students are poor, it's known. <laughs> um, it was over half a million people in Norway that were under the poverty line. God. So 10% of the population. Of all of those people, it's about 100,000 kids who struggle um, with poor family. Uh, and in comparison to France, I wanted to see wh how big the difference was. And yeah. actually, it's... I would say it's pretty even comparing to the, the population in France and all that. It's uh, in 2021 also 9.1 million people. Mm. Uh, so 14.5% yeah. of the population. Mm -hmm. And for them in France, that means earning 1,500 euro per month or okay. less. Mm -hmm. Or less. Which, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just about just about making it. Yeah. Uh, and in Norway... Per year, you would have to earn 237,000 kroner after tax. A year? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I think it's um, I think it's funny when I read that because I'm I've earned less than that for a while working as a waitress, mm. uh, even though I have um, like they say I've worked many years in my life already ancien yeah. tête. Uh, so you should get more money but when you start at the bottom you just get bottom whatever uh, and then uh, yeah you just um, underpaid for yeah. many hours in your week yeah and rubbish scheduling yeah waitressing and just working in a restaurant I feel like is one of the hardest thing that a person can do like it's yeah. draining in every possible way yeah yeah it's a tough job not for everybody that's for sure yeah Uh, so, yes. So, in comparison now, in Norway, um, the people earning 750,000 kroner, which they said was a, a very, very hefty, nice salary, 750,000 kroner uh, per year, mm -hmm. 
it's uh, it's under uh, a mil, uh, half a million. So it's, I mean, I mean, some people have really heavy pockets. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and just the same amount is like in deep shit. And it's estimated to go up to 800,000 people into 2025. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, people are getting richer and the poorer are getting poorer, I guess. Yeah. A good, a good salary in Norway? What is a good salary in Norway? Do you mm. know? Give me an estimate. Per month? Can yes. I? Yeah, okay. A good salary? I would say maybe 40,000. Oh, more. <gasps> really? Is it achievable or not? I don't know who got that, but uh, um, <laughs> but, but it's like a good, it's a good, a, it's it's a decent amount of money for the Norwegian. Okay, um, a bit more. A hundred thousand? No, not a hundred thousand per month. Well, I cannot do math. So <laughs> fifty thousand over fifty thousand okay, a month. Okay, fifty thousand krona on your bank account yeah. every month. That is oh, I wish that is nice. That is real nice. And apparently, it's about an average here. An average. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to be on that average because now I feel really poor. Thank God I'm just a student. Exactly. <laughs> First um, segment, I gave some numbers about poverty in Norway and in France, where we are coming from. Yes. Uh, and yes, a little bit of a rant now um, because I uh, think some people judge the poorest of us. Some people think that we are maybe lazy or maybe <laughs> that we are not smart enough to get a good diploma to provide us with a good job. Um, but life sometimes does not go as planned. Mm. And I'm sure you have met some people who are highly educated that have not been able to find jobs, maybe? maybe No. Not. no. <laughs> I, <meant>. I have. <laughs> and apparently it's more and more common in France. Uh, people mm. with five-year study not being able to get a job. Oh. And uh, very smart people, though, because uh, I've watched a documentary on the internet about this girl who is a lawyer or who has studied to be a lawyer, mm. who got the diploma and everything, couldn't find a job for a year. And she was like, you know what? I'm going to study something else. And then she went for an internship into a baking patisserie okay. and stuff like that. And now she works as a patissier. That is like insane. Baker. Yeah. I mean, good for her, I guess, if she's happy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so much time... That exactly you invested into something that did not turn up. Yeah, and that's what they're seeing more and more. Uh, that in, actually a diploma is not going to get you the job because it's not enough jo- mm. of those jobs. Uh, so yes, people can be living in poverty also due to credit card debt. It goes very fast. You get one of them and two of them and three of them and all of a sudden you realize you have a lot of money to pay back mm. because you didn't have money in the first place and you just wanted to buy that nice thing and yeah. It blew in your face. Uh, or maybe you're just a migrant. Or maybe you suffer from racism. Or maybe it's a difficult economy on a national level where you are. Or maybe it's uh, ridiculous employment regulations that uh, don't let you have the job you want or the hours you want. Or yeah, yeah the salary you want because of taxes. Beside that, uh, we have also to think about the elderly who have been, uh, especially a whole generation who worked from a very young age, I'm thinking, yeah. and who ended up with um, very low or frail pensions because the pension regulation changes all the time, it seems, mm. somehow. Uh, I just remember my dad when he was finally retiring and he had so much paperwork to go through mm-hmm. to show that, yes, I had started working at 14 yeah. years of age. 
and because the paperwork was different back then yeah and things digitalize and how do you you know how do you come up with all those things yeah and like i would be so stressed to just lose it yeah like you have no proof exactly. other than that like yeah. there's this story with my father as well that he used to be married to this woman and they did not end up well so they got a divorce and seeking revenge she just burnt uh the papers oh my God. yeah 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 that, i mean terrible that's awful <laughs> terrible But, and i mean i'm also a bitter woman so i get it But <laughs> but so easy it is, right? Your even your house burns down, you lost yeah. everything. Yeah. You lost everything. Terrible. Uh so yes. And then um you could be also old and you've lost your loved one. Uh maybe you have a disease, so you're struggling. You have to pay for treatment. Maybe you have a conflictual relation with your family or mm. what's left of your family if you have a family. Uh and so it's not long before you just stand alone in your underheated apartment. And then the kids, uh, the kids, there's a lot of talk about child poverty, but I'm thinking uh, children suffer on the level that they can't do the activities that they want to do. They can't get the stuff that they want to have. But I think the the worst is for the parents that can't provide. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of shame for not being able to provide, for having to ask for help. And then there's a the pressure from society, pressure from marketing, mm. And uh, just think about it recently. Halloween was not even over and there was already Christmas stuff yeah. in the stores. And here you are. You're already thinking about Christmas that you really don't want to think about because it's going to be a really sad Christmas <laughs> or mm. a poor Christmas. Um, but you have to think about it. Yeah. Everything is just about money, money, money. Yep. What are you spending it on now? Exactly. That makes no sense. I think especially now that we are more aware that people are really struggling. Mm. Um, so yes, it's a slap on the back uh, for those people under the poverty line. And many excuses. <laughs> Excuse me. Exactly. <laughs> pun. 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 <laughs> uh, COVID, war, was, war is there and everywhere. Um, price rise on food, 6.3% this year. Yeah. Borrowing money with interest rates. 4.25% rise this year, Oof. up to six in 2024. Be ready. Transport. I was I was thinking about, you know, how we take this month card here. Yeah. At 850 krona. It is so expensive. It's ridiculous. It's I, ridiculous. Yeah. And mm. like, if you want to buy on top of a zone one, a zone two, it's the same amount of price. So you just double it. <sighs> it's bullshit. It's yeah. all bullshit. Because you could be traveling in zone two for like two minutes. Yeah. But yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> in, when was it? In 2012? I think when I moved here. It was 620 krona. Well, that's some kind of raise, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, mm. it's been pretty uh, steep. <laughs> so what do you do when you struggle? Well, I mean, I wouldn't pay for my tickets. But uh, pay for your tickets. Otherwise, you get a nice little fine. Yeah. Um, but you pay it once Painful. and maybe you don't get it more. Um, take a chance. I have been poor. I have been poor. I have uh, jumped <laughs> gates before um, uh. when I lived in England or just walked behind somebody to go through the gates yeah. at the mm -mm. metro station. So I've done all those things. But um, we've been there. We've been there. So you turn to volunteer organization, of course. It's many of them in Norway. We're very lucky, actually, all around Norway. And um, yeah, in Oslo, you have something called Fatigue Huset. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you heard of it. Never. 
Okay, Fatigue Huset, which is in Oslo, this one. On Monday and Tuesday, they do clothes distribution, if you need some new clothes on your back. On Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, they distribute food, so mm. a bag with groceries. There is um, also a hairdresser on location, acupuncture, a laundromat, showers, a canteen and a library available for its users. Um, for young people, I've seen on ung.no, um, a lot of children actually ask about um, their parents not being able to pay for them. Mm. And they have a whole section in it uh, explaining how children can have access to free activities, especially sports, because it's pretty big in Norway. Um, I know you, tr you work in a school, I work in a yeah. school, and I know many, many, many kids are involved. And if you're not involved, you're, you almost fall out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So very important, also very expensive. I mean, it's it's a few thousand kroner per semester plus equipment, mm. uh, depending on what you do, obviously. Yeah. But uh, then you can apply for financial support. Mm. And there's a lot of places I'm thinking about, Bjelsen, um, Sagene. They have free activities, free uh, in a bandy and stuff like that for kids. That is really nice. Uh, so it's great. I've been there. Uh, I had my daughter involved in sports there and it was a fantastic experience so look for uh, on ung.no if you want to put your kids into sports and how to get money for it hmm. then we have the red cross that everybody knows uh, we have something called sanitetskvinnerna.no and it's a women association so it's for women who uh, are struggling women who maybe have been beaten maybe who have health issues so it's really centered around the female community And they help you also if you have uh, poverty issues. Shirkens uh, bi Michon, that also everybody knows, very visible in Oslo. And uh, I found a website uh, called findrefuge.online. And it's if you want to send a toy to a oh. Ukrainian refugee that could be in Ukraine or anywhere in the world right now. Okay, but it's just for Ukrainian refugees. Yeah, this one is for Ukrainian. Okay. Um, but uh, but I think it's pretty yeah. nice. You can they tell you how to do this. That's nice. So yes, my uh, my only question was uh, how can we eliminate poverty? Do you have any suggestion? <laughs> kill the rich. Kill the rich. <laughs> Take from the rich. <laughs> Not kill them. Right. They probably put their money somewhere. Yeah. And then you can't get it. Mm. But they say that um, to at least eliminate the basic stuff that makes you poor, everybody should have access to food. Everybody yeah. should have access to water, clean water, mm -mm. So, which is already pretty difficult. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of necessary products such as food or yeah. uh, et cetera, like it's almost luxury products mm -hmm. now. And yeah. it shouldn't be when you, like it's basic needs that yeah. like if you're in a free country as a free person where like anyone should be, then you should have normal access to all the things that you actually need to live and mm. not just survive. Absolutely. So, yeah. Food, water, healthcare, education. Yeah. Hygienics um, as yeah. well. But then, but there's no such thing as a free meal, even though we have all those uh, volunteers and association. Mm. Uh, it's limited. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I mean, if I was super rich, I, I would feel bad. I don't know. I, I, would, I would have to invest my money into charity yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Not just... What do you do with all this money every month, people? Yeah. 
I feel like yeah. I, I I feel like I cannot even compute how much some famous people, celebrities, yeah. money, like how much they have. Like this is I'm to start with not good with maths, but, but this is beyond. Yeah, but uh, but I think celebrities are more in the public eye and they give more money now yeah, yeah, yeah. than it used to be. Yeah. Uh, they make it also more visible for the people to know that, okay, uh, they're just not buying a big house here mm. and a big house there. Um, yeah. Even though I'm sure doing those major concerts in stadium cost a lot of money for them too. Yeah. Uh, but I'm thinking, uh, who was it? A supermarket chain in France. The the owner of it, the CEO of it, uh, they voted for his salary this year to be at 9.2 million euro. They voted. They've, they act- the people <sighs> having action in the company, they're all there in the room and they vote, okay, should we say yes to him? He's here in the room. Should we say yes to him having 9.2 million paid this year? And sixty percent of them said yes. Why? And people are like, and but you just uh, made redundant many people this year. You closed many of your stores. How do you explain this pay rise then? And it's like, yeah, but we're making good decision. And I know I can't show you everything right now, and you so you don't understand. But and it's like, mm, but super how, dodgy. No, but yeah. And how can you make it make sense to be paid over nine million euros? A year, you can have the most brilliant decisions. I don't see how it can make sense. Mm. Like a person, only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, it's disgusting. Mm. But uh, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the. On that note, I think he should be cancelled.